Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. I am Joseph M. Smith, the host of Tech Niche Tips podcast, where we help people break into tech, not just to get in there, but to also scale from there. Every week, I'll be having new episodes where I either talk from my own personal experiences or I share with my friends and people that I met along the way that have great tips and tricks, not only, again, to help you land a job in tech, but to help you scale from there. Join me on the Tech Niche Tips podcast. Until next time, I hope to see you on the other side. Stay tuned for more. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Homework Show. I'm Charlene. And I'm Joy. And we have been having a great time, haven't we, Joy? Love it. I love talking with you and me too. It seems that we're striking a chord with what's going on in people's homes and what's going on with people's bodies and their emotions during this COVID time. Yes. When we started this journey four episodes ago, we were really talking about the convergence of a home and work given the pandemic. And given the fact the pandemic and how we're living is still ongoing months, what we're into eight, month eight, maybe going into month nine. There's so much more to talk about on this topic, right? It's endless. You know, it's endless. And the waves of what people are feeling is endless, too. You know, what they're going through, There, there's no stop to the evolving changes, the waves of change that we are experiencing from. Yes, and I don't know about you, but the feedback that I've been getting from our show has just been spot on in terms of the topics that we're covering and, and how it's resonating with people. So, you know, last time we were together, we talked about the effects of boredom and isolation. And I think our topic that we're going to talk about today just fits right in line with that. And our yeah. topic today is what? Physical touch. Physical touch. We talked a little bit about this. I think it was in the loneliness episode about that that's part of it is people feeling lonely and ways to think about touch as a way to um, change that feeling up. And now we want to dig a little bit deeper into it. What are you hearing about people right now, Charlene? It's interesting. Um, I've been on, of course, the way we're communicating these days, right, on Zoom calls and mm -hmm. We're having, you know, nice calls. And at the end, we we used to give each other like maybe a hug. And so what I'm seeing now more are people trying to give that virtual hug. And since they can't touch me or I can't touch them, we're, we're touching ourselves, right? And this person I was meeting with, they were like, I want this over with because I want to go back to hugging. I really miss hugging. Yeah, I did a social distance event recently, and I noticed how strange it was to be in the presence of people. I mean, I live with my husband, and we've seen family occasionally, but being around people, the physical presence of somebody's sight and the way they sounded, you know, and the way they move was totally different to that in-person sensory awareness of somebody else was totally different, you know? 
Right. Because you like, you know, being on the, on the Zoom and being virtual, you don't really feel that energy transference, at least. I, I feel some of it, but it's, it's it's almost like it's going into my computer and not coming into my body. It's like pixelated, right? It's like, it feels totally different, you know. Somebody's going to make a movie about this experience you, you, you watch. A lot of our, our, our essence and our energy is going to be captured into our computers and not transferring to the next person that we're watching. But I, I just see that. I, I look at, um, you know, my daughter as she's talking to friends or in school, and there's mm. just this void because there's no physical contact in sense of, you know, mm. like in a workplace, you can't touch people, right? Because that's called sexual harassment and you mm-hmm. want to be used to that. But you had opportunities to make connections, albeit not physical, but that energy, feeling that energy transference, mm-hmm. like in conference rooms, like in the lunch room, going, walking down, grabbing coffee. Right. Right. Or someone got bad news while they were at work and you wanted to console them. Yeah, I've had virtual consults with a lot of people who have been too risk averse to even come in to get acupuncture treatment or any kind of go into any medical visits, let alone leave the house much, you know, and eight, nine, 10 months is too long of a time to be isolated. You know, it's um, from human touch completely. And so some of these visits that I've been having are people who they're having symptoms show up just from that alone. You know, it's not just loneliness. It's like physically feeling, um, it's almost like people can become more sensitive, like they like um, because they're left of their own brain <laughs> taking over <laughs> and just their themselves in their own space. It's almost like it, it can put them in fight or flight mode, you know, being a little bit on alert or being a little bit jumpy or not being able to sleep very well or just not really feeling comfortable in their own skin, you know? And so when they do come in contact with something physical again or being near someone, like if they have to take an elevator with that one other person, it's almost like sensory overload, you know, because they're, they've been like not in contact enough with people, you know, there hasn't been a single touch. Right. Or imagine trying to go to a doctor's appointment and you have to take the elevator up, you know, to the fifth floor and you're like, who was in this elevator? You know, where do they stand? What do they touch? Right. And then if you do have to go in, it's like, is that really the touch you want to receive? You know, (laughs) I mean, it's really cold. It's sterile. You know, there's crunchy paper. It's it's not a warm hug, you know? No. And so just that whole notion of hug. Now, many of us are, being, well, you know, they're saying the virus is spiking all, all around us. And so people are starting to hunker back down. So imagine if you were starting to blossom, you were getting comfortable with going out, being around other people. Now that we're seeing surges happening, people are now going back inside themselves. Right. And I do still think there is a window when it's safe to purposely book visits with people, either if it's social distance with people, but also book visits to a massage therapist, for example. If somebody's in relatively good health or um, 
if they're capable and um, they can get to a massage place. Massage is one way that physical touch can be really healing. You know what I mean? And um, all the massage places that I know of are doing a really good job of being really super clean, um, keeping their environment as really pristine as possible to make it feel feel as safe as possible. And the few clients that I've seen who come to me for acupuncture, but also go get massage have noticed that it's made a world of difference to it. It was almost like the risk was worse the work worth the reward you know what i mean so that's a case-by-case basis of what you're willing to do but especially as the numbers go down i really hope that people can take advantage of of body work you know because body work is one way to get touch that is um especially if you're single and you don't want to go into the dating pool just to hug (laughs) it's one way that is really therapeutic you know and people really should look at their plan because there's a possibility that acupuncture treatments as well as massages can be covered under their medical insurance. Right. Yes. Or can be used for their healthcare spending account money. Right. You know, for reimbursement. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. So talk to us about why physical touch is important because doesn't it release it some some chemicals in our bodies that that make us feel, you know, nice and comfortable. And Right. So the same chemicals that get released around babies and mothers when they're hugging, when a mother's holding a child are the same chemicals that get released even when we hug somebody when we're an adult. And so it gives us a feeling of safety, of comfort. So touching onto the skin and pressing onto the skin lightly sends a signal to our along our nerves to our brains to basically release the feel-good calming chemicals out to our body and so I mean just that that physical pressure onto our skin is something that we can mimic and get those brain responses going in that same direction even if we can do that to ourselves so like slightly just like you were saying like people mimic a hug after a zoom call pressing in on your own skin so hugging yourself um can also send the same signal it's not quite as satisfying you know what i mean but Um, some people who are living alone, I really feel for them because this is a really important topic and, um, getting touch, whether it's just from yourself is, is really vital. And so it not only sends these chemical signals of feeling safe and calm, um, the skin is also called our third lung. So we breathe in through our pores and we exhale through our pores also, not just our actual lungs. And the skin is in that way also really a part of our immune system. And so keeping our skin healthy and paying attention to our skin and how our skin actually feels is an important part of this physical touch concept, you know? And I was even thinking about it, going to get some soap for my shower in that I was like looking for, oh, do I need a different kind of shower gel? And I was like, you know, there's something really weird that we've been trained to do. And that's disconnect from actually 
soaping up with your hand in the shower. This is weird. This is a real weird topic, but it's like we've been conditioned to use a barrier between our own hand and our own skin, like a washcloth or a scrubby, you know what I mean? A loofah, a brush. So it's like, it's almost like, you know, using a soap bar on your own arm is like, do you even know what your arm feels like? Do you even know what your own calf feels like? (laughs) It's like, do you even know what your low back feels like to your own fingertips? You know what I mean? So I was like, it's interesting how many barriers we have between us and ourselves, you know? (laughs) And it's interesting you say that because, you know, we take a a lot of time to figure out what brand soap we want to use on our body just to put on a washcloth, just use a, use a washcloth to cleanse our body. And that is one way in which we are denying ourselves a little bit of physical touch. Um, Right. I feel like the shower is one place. Um, I feel like using body oils is another place like jojoba oil is one skin oil that actually mimics the same pH balance of our own natural skin oils. And it's pretty light to the touch, but even using oil as a way to moisturize your skin, let's say after the shower or something is really therapeutic for sending those signals to the nerves that go to the brain to give us this this calming feeling, but also to to um, wake up the activity, the activeness of our skin in terms of keeping the stuff we want out and keeping the good stuff in. So moisture in, germs out, and um, places that we can actually moisturize that we usually don't think about is like our abdomen. A lot of people have, you know, who doesn't have insecurity about their abdomen? So that area of our body usually goes untouched. You know what I mean? And it's like, can you actually reach your back? It's a really back area. Yeah. It's like there are some. Most people don't want to touch the bottom of their feet. Bottom of their feet. Right. There's some areas that we're just like, don't touch. Don't. I don't even know what's down there at the bottom of my feet. Right. But if you can like put some jojoba oil or even a lotion you love and like really put it on your hands, let it warm up a little bit and almost like give yourself um, a compassionate stroke with that. It's actually really soothing to the nervous system. You know what I mean? And I feel like we could bring some mindfulness to that. (laughs) Just the, the, the soap and lotion conversation, you know? Absolutely. And, and you take it to the family, you take it back into the home, right? So let's say you, you're home with your family. The weather is changing. It's getting chillier outside. How about getting cozy under a nice throw mm-hmm. from the TV? And, you know, it's interesting that you talked about touch in that way is because I've started introducing touch in my coaching. So what I do is what, when people are just starting out and they're just running from one thing to the other, we start by just taking our fingertips and rubbing the fingertips. I just tell them close their eyes and just focus on their fingertips, mm. different textures with just your fingertips. Wow. Just feel your own fingertips. Your own fingertips. Right. And also, too, putting your hand on your abdomen while you're breathing in, feeling your abdomen, you know, contract, 
And it's, and it's so calming. And I said, open your eyes when you're ready to get started. Cause you know, I use it in terms of, okay, I want you to be present and I want you to be here for yourself. Forgetting what you did a minute ago, forgetting what you did five seconds ago. And believe it or not, just rubbing your fingertips. Now it may not, it, it, it may not have the same feel for you know each person, but you find something that you can touch on yourself, right? right. Yeah. Um, just holding your hands together and pressing them together and feeling with that pressure, even just, or I like to have them also too, and you may have your clients do that. It's just like you, like we just did, is just dig our toes into the ground and just kind of feel all the different pressure points in your feet. And right. Bringing that physical touch into us, aliving us, calming us, centering us. There's power there, right? Right. And you know what it makes me think of is how unique we each are in what feels good in terms of touch and what doesn't feel good. You know, some people have got trauma locked in different parts of their body. And so you're like, why don't you like hugs or why are you so jumpy? You know, and and some people might just really be really sensitive on a certain part of their body. And I think that's something else to bring into. You can have a vulnerable conversation with whoever you live with, whether it's, a, you know, your child or your partner and say, is there a kind of touch that you prefer? Like is a hug, is that really satisfying to you? Or like for me, I actually feel closer to somebody. If I sit shoulder to shoulder next to them, let's say sitting on the couch next to somebody with our shoulders touching actually feels closer to me than actually hugging someone. For some reason it feels like we're connected and I like that kind of touch, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. there's other ways of touch that never get done. Like for example, there is, there's a mechanism that we do sometimes when we're nervous or when we're freaked out a little bit, or if we have anxiety or if we're excited, sometimes we tremble a little bit or have a little bit of a shake or we sort of get tense and then our body sort of wants to shake it off a little bit. And that little trembling or the, the tremor or the body wanting to shake it off is a mechanism of the body trying to regulate and reduce stress and trauma. And so there's a way that, that we can actually mimic that a little bit and help the body shake off trauma. And one is just literally just shake it off, just do a little shimmy and, and bounce and shake standing or sitting in place and sort of like shake your arms and legs out. But another way to do that is with another person. So for example, one person can lay down on the couch or a bed and the other person can stand at their feet and place their hands on the person's ankles and lightly rock their ankles back and forth. And so it basically does a shimmy and a tremor from the bottom of the feet up the leg a little bit. And so you can might you might sort of feel a tremble just in your lower legs. And sometimes if you rock somebody's ankles back and forth, that tremble can go all the way up to their low back and that actually is a super calming exercise and that can actually reduce trauma you know so there's these ways of touching each other and and literally just asking somebody <laughs> asking your child or asking your partner what what feels 
good in a way that it doesn't have to be sensual, doesn't have to That's be right. scary, you know, but That's touch right. is so nourishing. Yes. And it's interesting you said that because, you know, my daughter sometimes I'll try to go to touch her and she'll she'll jump. And I mm-hmm. asked her, so why do you jump? She said, because I'm ticklish and I'm I, I just see you coming to tickle and not necessary to touch me. So touch you're right is very personalized and that we should ask the person you know how do you like to be touched right now we should qualify that an adult person because nobody should be touching children we know that is happening unfortunately in these times and uh but we should ask people you know do they want to be touched so we we talked about the benefit of touch we talked about the fact that touch is healthy for us and touching is something that we really need more of. And that whether we live alone or we live with someone else, we can practice self-touching. Right. Right. And getting really in tune to, you know, what it what is released in you when you touch, when you touch a different part of your, your body. Right. Right. Um, And there's so many places that we hold tension that we don't even realize, you know, sometimes that take that question when I ask patients who come in, where do you carry your stress? Some people know right away and some people have no idea. They're like, no, my stress is just in my thoughts. And I'll say, I can guarantee that your body is also sharing that load somehow. So it might be in your gut, it might be in your shoulders, it might be in your muscles somewhere, leg tension. And and another way that um, to test this out is to, to give yourself a scalp massage. You know, there's these tools out there that are scalp massagers. I don't know if you've ever seen those. They look oh, like- <laughs> What do they look like? I love it. They look like a whisk. They look like a kitchen utensil, you know? Yeah. And those are on the ends and the rub. Like, I love rubbing the center of my scalp. It's like, oh, that feels great. Doesn't that feel amazing? Yeah. So, and when somebody else uses that on you, it feels totally different than when you do it on yourself. But massaging your scalp, you can notice that like, oh, wow, there might actually be a tender point in there. Or you might just notice that you're, um, scalp area might be tight and it's like how do I even put tension up in my scalp <laughs> there's so many ways we put tension in our scalp you know we hold it there yeah and we're under you know there's so much happening in the world as everyone know we're under enormous stress and we just need to find ways to de-stress in the moment right and these are great ways to de-stress um, I know I carry tension in my back. When you said, you know, do you know where you carry it? And it's it's important to identify that, but also to kind of get to the root cause of it. So. Right, right. And where we hold tension, I mean, there's all kinds of layers of meaning in there because there are acupuncture meridians that go through each part of our body that are associated with different emotions. You know what I mean? And so when somebody carries their tension in a certain part, we can talk about, oh, wow, does that make you feel a certain way? So for example, somebody who carries their tension in their back, there's different parts of the back, right? So low back could be 
fear, fear of resources, fear of security. Do I have what I need? Do I have all the resources that I need? Or um, middle back might be really like stress and tension, frustration. Upper back might be a totally different um, having decision problems. Like it's really hard to make a decision about something. Something is weighing heavy on my mind and I can't get out of the loop of thinking about something. You know what I mean? And yeah. so there's really interesting layers of meaning of why we carry tension in certain parts of our body. And so I think it's important just to honor it, even if we don't know, you know, you can just honor it and be like, oh, wow, I carry that in my solar plexus or in my chest and just say, hmm, what, what's that about? What's that? What does that feel like? Does that feel like a brick? Does it feel like a swirl? Does it feel tight? You know, and like what asking your body, what if you had a voice, what would you tell me about this? You know? Okay, Joe, when you said that, I was like, okay, I was with you up until ask if my body had a voice, what would it say to me? I got to think about that one. I got to think about that when I'm, when I'm sitting at home quietly. If you had a voice, tell me what you would say, particularly with my lower back pain, just so I can see if I can get a little bit more insight into what's, what's that all about. Right. And just asking the question, is a bit of a mind boggle, you know, it, it's a, it's a stump because we normally ask our brain a question and it will answer back. <laughs> exactly. I was focusing on the brain, but I'm like, no, let me ask my body. Yeah, yeah. Right. You tell but, me usually, messages. Right. And it's usually simple, you know, it's not complex. It's not like, well, I've got a dissertation to tell you. It's usually just like, I'm tired or it's usually just like, I would like to do less or, <laughs> or I would like a hug or, you know, it's, it's real basic. We just need simple things, you know? Yeah. So, so as we wrap up this, this has been awesome to talk about physical touch. As we wrap this session up, you know, a couple of takeaways for me, Joy, is really to get in touch with touching my own self, healing my own self through touch rather yeah and really being mindful of how people like to be touched and don't assume that i know and just oh let me give you a massage let me massage your back right right yeah, let me ask ask first as opposed to to assuming and that getting hugs is calming it it releases good chemicals in our bodies and that even if you live alone that what we've shared today, you can practice so that you don't neglect feeling physical touch and connectivity to yourself and to others. Right. And until you and I can be in the studio together, let's give each other right now a virtual hug. <laughs> <laughs> Rub our hands. So yeah. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Homework Show. And Joy, before we go, can you, t I, I, I want to jump back in. I know we were going to wrap up, but um, maybe we could do this for another show. Can you next in an episode talk about feng shui and the fact that our how our homes are set up can help enable us or not enable us? So we're going to, 
I want to talk about that probably in a couple, in a, the next episode or two, mm-hmm. feng shui in our home and what that would do for our energy, our productivity, our sense of calm, serenity. So let's 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 make sure that you guys come back when we talk about feng shui and the importance of feng shui and what feng shui is for those that may not know in an upcoming episode. So if you're enjoying the homework show, please, please, you can find us on Spotify, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and you can find us on iHeart, wherever you listen for your podcast. And be sure to hit the subscribe button. We want you to hit that subscribe button. So thank you for joining us on this episode of the homework show. And again, I'm Charlene. And I'm Joy. And we look forward to you joining us on our next episode.